Pulpery is brought to you by the goddamn sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Dad, why the fuck did you take that turkey? <laughs> yeah, that fucking game kicked ass. I will, but I, I will say this: it, it was because of Nintendo sixty four that I moved away from co op games. Oh yeah, because there's so many bad memories with Goldeneye oh. and like fist fights. <laughs> There was always two rules. You can't use the golden gun. Right, yeah. And, and you, you can't, can't be odd job. And you can't use odd job. Yeah. But and, and and then the third rule, which was kind of an unwritten, unspoken rule, is you can't stand at a fucking spawn point and kill somebody. That is a hoe move. That's <laughs> like really like that's what got fist fights started. Yeah. Like, dude, I spawn and you're fucking posted up killing me. Yeah. What the fuck? Welcome to Pulpery's Nerdcast, where we run down what we are currently watching, focus on the most interesting stories in TV, movies, and video games, and get mad about the smallest details. Ring of power. Rings. So I'm assuming... So, well, I... Like initial impressions of it's, the of it, the first two episodes. Okay, rings rings of power, rings of power, rings of power. Um, I don't know. It's kind of all over the place. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Beautiful, but the first two episodes, and I get it. I watch Foundation, <laughs> so I understand that you have to set things up. But it was it was all over the place yeah i or i would say in the understanding that they they have a lot to set up because they're venturing into places unknown correct um and now i think after episode two it probably felt rushed because they were trying to get to where all of the people are yeah at the end of episode two i it's so far i think it's amazing like not just the look of it but i like I like the storylines that they're teasing. Like, so do I. You're getting a lot of Galadriel. My my favorite. Yeah, I'm not even early. I'm not even going to bother trying to say anybody's names. Okay, so don't even expect that or anything. I'm going to go by descriptions, descriptors. So, a tra- Okay, so first of all, the kid. If he's not a spinning image of a Treyu from the never-ending story I don't, <laughs> I don't know what is yeah but like yeah just just a little bit older yeah exactly like same haircut same facial expression same everything and, and it's i don't know i don't know if it's like it, there's like a rule book like when you're casting some obnoxious kid like british kid yes like they have to have that little pug nose too right, just, like, they all that looks the same no offense british kids no but, but yes he looks exact now who, everybody like, who's getting into shit he shouldn't be getting into so, and that's exact oh and did he get into shit <laughs> um so much so that he by the end he has a, a damn near full what i'm gonna call the smoke monster sword yeah what the fuck we'll it's, get to that. yeah it builds to that. So, but yes, they they caught up. They had the the war against Sauron. No, we're, well, no, it was against Morath. 
the guy before Sauron, right? Who is who her brother fought, right? The first war of the right. elves, and and Sauron is like Morass apprentice or whatever, Padawan, oh, whatever right. whatever we want to put on there, or disciple. Well, disciple works too. Yeah, apprentice. I like that. Yeah, evil apprentices. <laughs> you know what? They need apprenticeships too. So I, yes, you got to learn. You got to get educated, my friend. The the guy, yeah. <laughs> the guy who ends up with the dwarves. Her best friend, who who lives oh, in Middle Earth. That's Elrond. Right. Yeah. Um, not Elrond Hubbard. Who I'm kidding. No. <laughs> that's where he finds the souls inside the mountain. Um. <laughs> so yeah, Jesus Christ, and the machine. So I like him with the the dwarves, like how he ended up there. I get it that they're trying to Well So the first episode Well I, I mean like just just taking that sequence there, it it's something that and granted as the best I ever did was, you know, I read read The Hobbit and yep. I read chunks of the different volumes of The Lord of the Rings. I never I never made it all the way through. But one of the I things... I made it through once. Yeah. Man, those are long reads. Yeah. But I'm the same. Like, I've read The Hobbit a couple of times. Yeah. And lore. I don't know anything about lore, which is apparently everybody is salty about. Yeah. But, but we'll uh, get to that. But I felt like that e- even in the, in the Hobbit movies, as well as the Lord of the Rings movies, you kind of felt jilted in that. Like, they didn't really show... What dwarf world yeah. look like before it was destroyed, destroyed. yeah and so I that was loved like, it because i mean there, there's all these i mean I, and i rewatched the extended version of the lord of the rings jesus and uh you know and like gimli is talking about dwarf women right and, and you're going like well i mean wouldn't it how hard would it have been for a flashback yeah. yeah or you know or a celebration scene at the end of the movie like pull a fucking george lucas and have parties everywhere with ewoks and shit dun, dun, and, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. no um, but but so, it was nice. So now seeing we get that. to see it. Yeah. Yes, it was nice seeing that, and it was maybe that's probably why that was one of the more interesting plot lines, threads that the they're story building in that on. too was really good. Like the whole tree thing. Yeah. Like really endearing, like you know, stubborn best friends. Like we've been here, but you weren't here for all of this stuff, and he's like. Sorry. I live forever. So, yeah, like, I, I'll be here for their kids. Like we all, we've known each other for what seventy years at this point. I think it's all good. So yes, that one's good. And so they're trying to. The first episode was literally just introducing everybody. Yeah, they didn't have much time for anything else. Like they focused on her, which. I still don't know how I feel about her. What's her name? Galadriel. The main Galadriel. Yeah. She was um uh shit. Now I'm looking on the uh actress's name. Liv Tyler? No, the um Damn it. Oh, I know you're talking like not, Hella. Um uh Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Oh. That's oh, her. that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So So I I'm assuming this is also gonna be like how she ascends into the... say, because she was more of a sorcerer at that point, not a badass, but I guess yeah. she was like, you know, a thousand years older at that right. point. Right. 
so this is how she um, advances into the upper echelon of the elven um, by being a council by I being guess, a or whatever. stubborn stubborn human being wanting yeah. to find who murdered her brother and giving up paradise to do yeah. so so and diving off a boat I didn't realize elves could swim that well <laughs> I mean you would think that they and, would be non-water creatures. And apparently they don't shit themselves when a giant sea worm attacks No, they just them. hang out. You know what they do? They unsheath <laughs> a, a dagger. Yeah, like a 12-inch dagger. <laughs> Not a sword. No magic. Just, I'm going to unsheath this dagger. Yeah. Against the worm is what they called it. <laughs> Fuck. But that was cool. Like, I, I get that. And then she stumbles across Jon Snow. <laughs> um, Our... Or see Mad Mardigan. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. Which I'm intrigued where that's going to go. Sure. I I mean, and I and it just made me think of it too. And this will run its course by then. But you know, after the new year, we're getting a Willow series. Yes, I knew Plus. that. Yes. I wonder if Val Kilmer's going to come back for that. I hope. And like he could be the old, yeah. Because the, the they're not rebooting it. I no, because Willow's yeah, going to be in yeah. it. Well, then they have to. Yeah. I hope. But yeah, so yeah, is canon? Does Willow's Willow's do they live forever? I don't think so. Okay, then so. But yeah. that's just made up by George Lucas. That's not any found. I don't think it's any found like literature or anything like okay that. so then we'll 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 assume that yeah. if he's in it he's older than val kilmer could show up he showed up in fucking top gun saw that i'm still waiting um you have our apple tv thing right oh is it on there yeah we bought it my oh. mother bought it of course i got family in town it's right. it's there <laughs> and sarah conley's in it Ooh, okay yeah so uh she said no marissa tomei but she's two one a and one b <laughs> so yes i like it the rogue elf oh who yeah. happens to be with the i'm assuming human yeah right they've got to be humans i don't think they had the chick and the son yeah the yeah i know what you're talking about yeah they're considered human you know because the dwarves and the elves and yeah the guy who got sucked in by all the hands right yeah okay that is intriguing, too, because he's just trying to figure out what's up, and she's like, all of this shit just got sucked into the earth. Yeah. And I'm going to cut the head off an orc. <laughs> not 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 just any ordinary orc. No. Like, a mole orc. Yeah, this... Th well, apparently they're all moles. Oh, that's creepy. Because we don't know what... And I don't know what his name is. The elf. The rogue elf. Is oh, what yeah. I call him. Um... Yeah, he's down there with him. I'm going to go in this hole where all of these, where, where, you know, I don't know what's in there, but it's probably orcs. I mean, he milks a cow. Oh, that was gross. <laughs> and it was black. It was like oil. Yeah. <laughs> so this cow milked oil, however you say that, but it was oil. And yeah. then he went, oh, something's wrong. <laughs> I like the idea of... of Again, like the never-ending story, the darkness taking yeah. over as evil showing up. Now, the, I, I don't know. It's like, did they ref? I forget where 
in Middle Earth, this is that like that storyline is taking place because yeah, because that's another thing that was confusing. Like I have a hard time with the names anyway, and then yeah. them showing like I know one of them is not London but Linden, I believe. Yeah, or Lindorn or something. And I said yeah. Dorn like it's fucking Game of Thrones, but you know, I know that. Yeah, I know that's one, and uh, Paradise. I wonder if we're seeing too like the creation of Mordor. Or something right, like that. Right, because right. they don't know where Mordor is. I mean, she, yeah. and I'm not going to call it Mordor. She's been trying to yeah. find them. But even in the Lord of the Rings, the movies, well, and the books, like all those works are always underground, right? Yeah. Digging and building shit, like one of the towers. And we'll get to the tower in a minute. Um, God, we're not going to get to anything else. <laughs> so, real quick, I'm assuming the blueprints that he went to get the dwarves to build is is going to be the tower. Oh, uh, Saruman's tower? Yes. Yeah. I'm assuming that's what that's going to be, right? That's the other thing, too. I, I thought it was interesting. And, I, and as I was watching the movies, I went back to study the lore. Right. And going like, I mean, there's there's no wizard yet. Nope. So and Sauron Gandalf has, and Radagast and Saruman his, are not there yet. His tower is a forge because again all the orcs are down there forging all of the yeah. all of their weapons <clears throat> so and they're building this tower and the forge to build the rings i mean that's where it's going right they got to build the rings yeah the elves are the ones who did it and they went to the master builder elf what did they call him welder creator yeah, or whatever yeah it doesn't matter he works with his hands yeah and builds shit like awesome hammers. <laughs> we'll get to that. All right, She-Hulk. Sorry, we'd have talked all night if unless I cut us off. Yeah, no, that's true. And um, I didn't even get to any of my notes. Like say, real yeah, quick, last we didn't one. even touch on like the hobbits as like a, a now, nomadic. Their their hair, yeah, hair foot, hair feet, hair something. Right. Horror, but yeah, they're nomadic. I called them the tree people. Yeah. They haven't settled in Hobbiton yet. Nope. So. They no It's time to trap migrate. Yeah. Is that what they called it? Yeah. I it's think so, the yeah. migration. Yeah. Um, no, we didn't get to the guy who fell out of the sky. Yeah. <laughs> who's a giant? Who I'm assuming is going to be one of the wizards. Yeah. Or I I was thinking it might be a, a sealed or, or it ends up being Sauron. That's, human form that's kind of what I thought yeah. only because he's when he was writing in the sand and then the hobbit god damn it I'm gonna call it a hobbit whatever. yeah this is what it broke is, his yeah. broke his ankle yeah so he's clearly got some powers he turned out all of the fireflies yeah like literally like snapped them and it out <laughs> which is what the sandman does a lot right yeah snapping people out of existence so she-hulk Tim, okay, I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now. Tim Roth, fucking goat. <laughs> when when he... I love the, I love the Zen Master yes. abomination. And I love when he was at, in trial, he had his, what did he call them? Followers? Yeah. Because they're not wives. They're... Uh, he hasn't been able to marry them. Yet. Right. His seven love interests pen pals and they're all cheering in the background but when he when he turns into abomination he's like look i'm fine 
Yeah, see, I've got this under control. Look. Calm down. <laughs> see? That was, it was amazing. Before that, though, to find out that he was in a fight club with Wong, or Wonger? Wongy? Oh. What did she call him? Wongy? Oh, shit. But that he was in a fight, like, Wong came and did his thing and yeah. brought him to a, a fight club. To prove that Wong can be the Sorcerer Supreme. Correct. Like, One of his trials is he brought... Which is, I mean, which is what we saw in Shang-Chi. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's... A, so that weird thing that happened, like, hey, why is Wong in Shang-Chi? Right. And then why is he fighting Abomination? It, you know, we had to wait, what, like a year and a half? Now to it get makes there. sense. He's going through his trials to prove that he's Sorcerer yeah. Supreme. I just thought that was freaking hilarious and brilliant as to why... Abomination was had I, escaped, quote unquote. I think, or like, particularly with episode three, um, She Hulk started, the show was starting to come into its own. Yes. So, much like we were talking about Rings of Power, they got over the setup. And right. that, like, the the fourth wall part of episode yeah. three, I, when look, she look. talks about all the different cameos, like, that shit was hilarious. Yep. Breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. So, and Miss Marvel did it too. Not so blatantly. Right. But they did. So, yes. But also, I mean, it's it's that thing of they're now mocking themselves. Yes, exactly. In a, in a, in, in a very clever way, I think. Like the shapeshifter who, who catfished <laughs> her ex, right? That's who that guy is, her yeah. ex? Or, for, uh, uh, or former like coworker, right? Or, partner yeah, of yeah. A, yeah, okay. But yeah, he got catfish, and then they put that girl up on the stand, and she basically said, "Oh no, his ego's too big. He really thought that she yeah. was Cardi B." So no, Megan the Stallion. Oh, sorry, Megan the Stallion. Sorry, yeah. Megan. Sorry. But um, and I had no problem with the booty dancing in the cutscene, which yeah. apparently melted the internet. <laughs> but that were. We'll get to the internet here shortly. You, you can't have Megan the Stallion and not have some twerking going on. So who gives a shit? It's a fucking <laughs> mid-credit scene. It's a fuck. That means absolutely nothing. <laughs> Go ahead. You just kind of feel like it was a whole contract of like, well, let's just get Megan the Stallion, right? And like, all and, right. And she's in there probably for seven minutes, if that. She should become a reoccurring, yeah, character. Is what she should do. She should be the one that brings in Daredevil. Yeah, see, so my my other thing was like, so who's the main villain, and how do we get from point A to where everybody knows point B is? Well, that's what I liked about today's episode, was that, particularly like after the gang with the weird orbs and shit. Yeah, she was like, like are y'all like Asgardian pirates? Or yeah. She, yeah, like, <laughs> I so who's attacking her? Yeah. And they... And that's why I thought they were going to set up with this episode of like who like and it just turns out to be like Gobbluth, right? <laughs> like like a shitty magician who's who stole fucking Job, yes. Who who fell out? Who dropped out of Karmatage? <laughs> he kept his sling ring, and he ring. kept his sling ring <laughs> exactly. And then I'm sorry. What that, was his name? Something fire. Like or yeah. Um, it's, it's Joe Bluth, though, is, yeah, is the yeah. favorite one. Yes. Um, 
But I tell you what, <laughs> the, the the drunk girl, the drunk soprano spoiler. That's what I'm talking. Yes. She, she might be my new favorite character. She called him Wangy or something. She's yeah. just like this drunk chick, Jersey girl. She's always got a glass of wine, but she's traveling through demon dimensions. It was kind of spooky, but fun. It, it was at first. I was like, "Oh come yeah. on!" And then she, her friend, went to the dam. Oh. And she was. Her friend was like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not doing this." But I think we're Snooky did this before and got sent to the demon realm. And now that they've they're, they're settling into this, I I'm I do find it very funny. Like the storyline where like. Almost like all the dudes are fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then even with that, like. So- should pick up with what you got mad at me for not mentioning which was the, the cereal, cereal convention? convention you motherfucker <laughs> i really I not, wanted to mention something how did i not know that that was coming no one i i mean unless you read the comics like no there's no, no way you no, could have seen that no. happen. and I, I kept going like why the cereal thing and like i couldn't put together the collector meeting at the at the diner right yeah is that the same diner by the way no, we're no. Okay, I didn't think so. I was I just think, trying to yeah. make make sure. Um, yeah, it was just you, the second time I watched that episode, <laughs> I went, "Oh, that's so gross!" Because like at the beginning, before you really know what's going on, the guy's like, "How old do you think that waiter is?" And she's yeah. like, "Too old." And I'm go, "What the? F- why?" Now at a, at, and then once you know what's going on, yeah. you go, "Oh, you are a." In, his fucking caprice son the wife was like what is going on with the guy in the why does he act like he's 12 just wait yeah. wait uh, sweetheart you'll see <laughs> but it was like the death episode yeah it just it, it was like what is going on <laughs> we are literally but it's like the more that you let it sink in to your mind right it's there there's so many i'm, I'm not gonna say layers to it but, but, but there are but it but but it's all there's so much commentary exactly about what that episode is i mean like you know the uh was it like fetishizing of the wrong type of celebrity and then and, 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 and they the, even said it was like um fiddler's green was like he's got this this cult this these followers yeah who, who kill for fun it's like jesus christ that's exactly what it is like well and and what i liked about that was up until that point you're kind of going well like what's so bad about the corinthian and then it's it's really like this is what happens when nightmares get out is like he essentially creates serial killers right because he's been around for a hundred years it goes back to the way the shining girls yeah where he was he wasn't he couldn't live forever like the Corinthian, but he was time traveling, but he was just murdering people for fun. Yeah. I mean, in, in his own sick way, like the Corinthian was doing to eat eyeballs <laughs> so that he can feel human. Yeah. That 
Okay. So I was going to jump ahead for a minute, but I'll save that. But the serial convention, and then you drop in kids. Yeah. And it didn't quite hit you at first when they were like, you can't be here, you can't be on the floor, no kids are allowed, you should go up to the room. Well, and then, and like, keeping up the running joke. Right. That people think it's a convention for, like, breakfast cereal. Fiddler's Green says the same thing. He was like, oh, you're, you're really missing a key market. <laughs> but then as he's walking down the hall and he's walking into each conference room, He's starting to realize what the fuck is going on, and then he sees Corinthian. Because at first I was thinking the whole time, like, there's something going on with this guy, Fiddler's Green. I don't know what it is. And they didn't call him that. The Sandman called him that. Right, yeah. I mean, that's what he was. Right. So, But you don't find that out officially. Like, you figure something's up, but then he saw the Corinthian. And that was that stare, and then he was like, "Okay, I'm. I gotta bounce. Yeah. I gotta get back to the Sandman." <laughs> um, so that was that was interesting. Yeah, just like the woman getting pregnant in a dream and carrying the baby to term. Yeah, that was, I you know, oh my god, I I forgot that. That I, was fucked up. That whole dream, her and her her husband. Right. And that, that he's somehow still alive in the dream world. Because she had... Right. Like, he never passed over because she... Yeah. I took it as she was keeping him alive in her dreams. Yeah. And because the Sandman... Sorry. <clears throat> the the Sandman, Sandman. Because he was gone, right. it happened. It was allowed there to happen. Yet, uh... There was no one... There was no oversight yeah. there. So... But that thread... It was depressing and awkward... And I, 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 there, I, I don't know. Like, I was happy. I was like, oh, man, great. She gets to hang out with her husband in her dreams every night. That's awesome. And then it took a turn. <laughs> and then it was like, look, we're going to move to this beautiful house in the middle of nowhere. And then it was like, oh, by the way, you're pregnant. Oh, great. I'm pregnant. My dream. No, 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 no. Sweetie, you're pregnant in real life, and you're going to give birth in about 36 hours. Yeah. Whoa. Every time you think... You kind of figure out what, what's going on. They wanted to, like, even if she did go through with the labor, like, the baby couldn't live. Mo- so. Well, no, Morpheus was Morpheus, because I got tired of seeing yeah. the, the sun. Morpheus told her, he was like, no, you can keep it for now. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Cause, and we all know he loves to fucking dust a person. <laughs> loves to dust people. Well, he also likes to make a deal and then come back later on. Yeah, he likes to do that, As too. with his, you know, thousand-year-old friend, too. That's... And that... Speaking of that, it came full circle when he got face-to-face with the Corinthian, finally. Yeah. And he was like, you can't kill a dream. Stabbed him because we were in... Uh, God, I can never remember her name. The girl. The Vortex. Thank you. Yeah. The Vortex, but yeah. I was trying to think of her name. But, yeah, you figured out you were in her dream... Yeah, and that and that part too. I think we talked a little bit about that last time, but like they really go in depth on like how she can, which I I, I guess is the point of the vortex that she can. Right. She's like go a black hole. Other people's dreams. right. She sucks everything into one dream. Yeah. So that was when she figured that out. 
which I guess is the whole point of the, this, that, the ending storyline, yeah. the last couple of episodes storyline, the big one, was, yeah, she figured out how to control it eventually, but that's still not good enough because at any point in time, she could literally tear down everything. Yeah. I mean, fuck, she ended up in, she followed the Sandman back home. <laughs> Yeah. And his inflection changed from any other time. He was like, how did you get here? Right, yeah. Like he was surprised for the first time in the entire series. But that, or You're going to have to remind me how... Because I, in the end, he, he, he doesn't kill her, correct? No, so here's so he kills the Corinthian. Right, yeah. Right, he, he dusts him. Right. And then ends up with his skull, which is what I was going to say earlier. I want that fucking skull with the fucking <laughs> mouth <teeth>. eyes. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I want that thing so bad. Um, they make a really good tattoo. Oh, well. it was beautiful. <laughs> it really was. So if if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back, just watch it. So he dusts him. Yeah. But then we find out later he can remake him, whatever. And then, so the culmination is, fine, the Corinthian's gone. He was going to leave her be. Right. But she still couldn't control it. Like, there's no telling what she can do. Yeah. So there was no point but to kill her. But her grandmother... That's right. Sacrifice. Or like, says, I was supposed to be the vortex. Yeah. But because I was asleep, because you were captured, I couldn't become the vortex. And it was her. So he's that's right, and like she takes her power. So away she takes yeah. she takes and sacrifices herself. She takes yeah. what makes her the vortex and gives it to her grandmother, and she sacrifices herself. Yeah, which leaves the kid and her brother. Oh, what did she call Jetty? Jed, Jetty. <laughs> um, so they were able to live. Right. Which, good. That's I did not see that coming. I kept yeah. wondering how they were going to get themselves. Like I thought they painted themselves into a corner, sure. and I was expecting something completely fucking stupid. But Gaiman knew what he knew knows what's yeah. On. He clearly knew what was going on, and I should have seen it coming. Yeah, and then you get the because that it's I, I was trying to remember if that went along with his other redemption or uh, the Sandman's redemption storyline when he remakes. The other nightmare, correct, but turns her into I guess a dream butterfly. I'm a, yeah, fairy yeah. of some sort. But it, it, even before that, and I think it was about power. halfway yeah. through when he finally admits to the librarian that he was wrong. Yeah, and you know Fiddler Green comes back and he takes his spot in the dream world, and then he wakes up the nightmare who got away, who is now he remade her right a better person, which is. Because he finds out nightmares can change, too. Exactly. Which is why he's holding off on finishing the Corinthian. I'm assuming he's just trying to figure out how to make a nightmare to where it doesn't turn into a fucking serial killer. <laughs> so, because you still need nightmares, right? Like, yeah. you still need light and dark. So... But his whole work, that, that shot of his oh, workshop was so God, cool, God, it blew too. me away. <laughs> like, one of them was melting. It's It was... It's like an M.C. Escher painting. Yeah. It was beautiful. Good. So, I loved it. I can't wait. Yeah. And it's already been confirmed, right? There's a season two? Oh, I, I mean, yeah. I think so. I think even Gaiman, 
Gaiman. I'm yeah. saying his name yeah. right. Yeah. I think he's even come out and said it. Yeah. I can't fucking wait. Can't fucking wait. Even though I'm sure it takes him a ton of money to make. Yeah, but... But I, I think th- it's yeah. on, like, the list of Netflix's shows. Number one's The Squid Game, by the way, and I haven't watched it. I'm not going I refuse to, to yeah, fucking no. watch it. You know why? Because Battle Royale came up before it. Yeah. Or The Running Man. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. And if you don't know what Battle Royale is, just look by the book first. Or what was that other one? Like Series 6? Remember? Oh. They came, they came out in like the early 2000s. Yeah, before yeah. Hunger Games. Yeah. Which is all the same sh- The Maze yeah. Runner, like yeah. all that shit's based on that. So... All right, now we'll get to <laughs> the Clash of the Castle, the semi-main event of the weekend. That Clash of the Castle. Yeah, I mean, let's. I mean, it was it was entertaining enough to keep me watching. Here's here's why. Unfortunately, I came through. I guess I missed like two fights. So you missed two. the the women's belt. And oh yeah, yeah, whatever that yeah the first was the first belt and match the, was. the my match of the night the Gunther yeah. Sheamus match a tight three and a half hours in the middle of the day it was more like three hours and fifteen minutes but it was like a tight show only six matches yeah like Triple H knows what the fuck he's doing like this was his show that he said all right here, this here's is his dick here, on the table here's show. what's yeah. up and he. Killed, like that whole company I never thought I'd say this because it's been a minute but that whole show was perfect start to finish yeah there was some matches here and there eh, but for the most part all of them here I'll pull that's it where I mean even the the Rey Mysterio edge tag right. tag match was hysterical so when his son <laughs> turned on him <laughs> Now, you're never going to get this picture out of your head. You saw his mullet and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Eddie Guerrero. Yeah? No, I get that. Right? So the next night that... So the, the Monday on Raw, Rhea Ripley, the, the chick that's with him... Yeah. There's a meme now that's like Dom and Rhea Ripley are Eddie Guerrero in China. Because they were a thing back in the yeah. day. If Dom turns into lying, cheating, stealing Eddie Guerrero... Yeah. Oh, Triple H, <laughs> you win. You 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 know what's up. So we'll we'll see. So that was yes. Well, and and just like the over the top dramatics of the WWE, like that's what I'm... the Edge got the shit beat out of him, and then it just takes a kick to the groin. Yep. By a little kid. Yep. Right to the sack. And, like, you're down for 10 minutes. (laughs) He just wrestled 20 minutes, of course. Yeah. He came out, Edge came out in a luchador mask, too. A Satan luchador. I wanted him to wear it so bad. And when he took it off, I kind of cried inside. But it was a good match. The Seth Rollins-Riddle match was fun. Yeah. Really fun. I like that, yeah. I don't know why I'm starting... I. From the few times I've seen him before, I'm liking the evolution of Seth Rollins. Particularly the style evolution. Those flame pants, I want a pair of those. Dude, the whole yeah, the whole outfit. Elton John, <laughs> like in, in Wales, like in Cardiff, 
it was fucking perfect. Like, and that's Seth Rollins. Like he, and I, I said it to Addison as we're watching, and I said he might be the best overall. Yeah. Can wrestle, and don't don't get it twisted. Roman Reigns is Roman Reigns. Yeah. Roman Reigns can't wrestle a match like Seth Rollins can. No. And he nails that character. And he has evolved. He's really good at shit talking. He's really good. I mean, now we see he can put on the costumes and do the. And he, and he has been part. slowly doing that, and he may be one of the best in-ring storytellers. Yeah, because you know that whole thing was like Riddle is angry. He's disrespected his family, and you could see Seth Rollins needling the whole time. Mm-hmm. Riddle got crazy angry, made a mistake, and lost. Yeah, like that's what it is. Riddle's a tool, though. He I mean, is. And I get that's no. the point of the character. but His whole fucking yeah. douche bro, 420. Like, I get it. But, like, you were a former MMA guy. Like, you could legit hurt yeah. anybody you wanted to. But, I mean, you got to think, at, at some point, he's going to shed that Well, that's what he. That, that's and, what they're trying to yeah. do with the Seth Rollins thing. Like, show, yo, I'm a douche bro, and I'm laid back, and 420, hey, bro, oh. And I ride a scooter, but when he gets pushed too far, he yeah. gets angry, and I think this match might have been the first step in that. Yeah. But, you know, everybody's got to evolve, so... Sure. All right. So, yeah, you missed the six-woman tag match, oh, which was good. They yeah, went yeah. 18 minutes. Not a bad match. And then it was Gunther and Sheamus that beat the shit out of each other for 20 minutes. <laughs> 19 minutes and 33 seconds. Yeah. If anybody's got a second and, and is interested in anything pro wrestling i i highly recommend watching that match well and they even i mean they made the the Liv morgan match yep was i mean like to start her off with an arm injury and she's been dealing with that yeah. for like all summer like so, that's yeah like like that your challenger takes advantage of that and she's and, an mma chick too yeah. chick sorry <coughs> she's an mma person too sure Legit, like I think her and Ronda Rousey are really good friends. But, but I, I, you know, that as, story that they as told, you pointed out, like there's no reason for them to not continue milking. It's a that's a bad phrase, but you I know, mean, riding but, this Liv yeah, Morgan, Morgan train. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And she's deserved it. So yeah. it's like, well, how do they figure out who wins and who loses? Well, it's popularity and merch merch sales, but it tends to get to okay, you you deserve this. Yeah. And I'm not, Liv, love you to death, sweetie. And I'm not saying that's the only reason you got it is because you have been there. But it's just, it makes for a good story. Yeah. Which is all wrestling is. And then the well, edge match. And like <sighs> you said, like the and the story that they're building up to, I guess, to WrestleMania. Which, you know, you're going like, oh, fuck what, what. I hope she keeps it till WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 talking about the main belt. Too. Okay. So Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, yeah. they wrestled for thirty minutes and forty seven seconds. Yeah. And they had that fucking crowd in the palm of their hand for all thirty plus minutes. It was one of the overall experience wrestling storytelling crowd event. Like, everything came together perfectly, which rarely happens. You have good matches, the crowd's not in your blah, blah, blah. This was like everything was perfect. Yeah. And Roman Reigns, that fucking guy, found a way to win. Or his family. So, you know, that's he's legit. Yeah. 
the younger brother of the Usos. Yeah. So. But, so, and like, correct me if I'm wrong, so what? If you need a change in your condiments, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about how you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need. So stop using the same old boring condiments and boss up. Oh my god, we get to talk about racist and CM Punk. Two separate racist, comma, or racist and CM Punk. Which, yeah, I mean, has he, has he gone into full racism yet? No, because he won't. He's, he's straight edge. But he's gone into full, I mean, I guess you could call it discrimination because he fucking scorch earthed. Everyone. As he's ever. Do you watch the videos I sent yeah, you? Yeah, I was. Or I mean, excuse the term, but he's almost in like full bitch mode. He was. Yeah. And 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 okay. So we had Clash WWE Clash of the Castle Saturday. Sunday evening we had AEW, the competitor, their annual Labor Day show, all out. And the event itself was okay. It was fucking exhausting. It was like six hours long. There was like 20 matches. It it was just... It was long. Mm. Exhausting. Some of the matches were good. Some of the matches were bad. It doesn't fucking matter. CM Punk won the title at the end. MJF came back. We'll talk about him in a second. He's been gone for a while. The real fun happened at about 1.30 in the morning... Oh my God. Chicago time at their press conference. Oh yeah, yeah it was okay, well after yeah. midnight. Yeah. So they call it the media scrum. It's a press conference after the event. And Punk literally buried it. he people say you backed the bus up on go, oh God. He, this motherfucker, like Dracarius, <laughs> murdered everyone on a live hot mic. Wait for it sitting next to the owner of the company. That's just, yeah. The best, if you've seen it once or twice and you know what's being said, next time you watch it, just look at Tony Khan. <laughs> the look on his face when CM Punk is motherfucking this and motherfucking that and you're a fucking cocksucker and all this, a lot of the points, super valid. So you're saying like Tony Khan was like the middle referee. Yeah, he was. He was the fourth official. Okay, so they're at a table. They've got quote-unquote journalists, but they, you know, you've got Forbes and Sports Illustrated yeah. because wrestling's kind of a mainstream thing these days. And Tony Khan and CM Punk are sitting up there, and CM Punk is eating muffins from his favorite bakery in Chicago. God, Minis, maybe? They're closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. Um, seriously. He's eating that, and they're drinking... I don't know what it is. Soda water, maybe, because yeah. he's straight edge. But he is butchering everybody. He basically called the executive vice presidents a bunch of kids, fuckwits. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. I work with a bunch of kids. Yeah. I'm old and tired and beat up, and I'm sick of working with pricks. Again, don't quote me on this. Go go find the video. I wish we had time to upload it. But he went full scorched earth. And granted, 12 minutes earlier, 
he had won the world heavyweight championship of this company. Yeah. And he is the most well-known star, mainstream or otherwise, for this company. Yeah, yeah, on their entire exactly. Roster. And he mentioned he was like, "How dare you call me something when we made a million dollar gate on my back again, next to the owner." Mm, yeah. So he's just he's an egotistical maniac. He really is, and he threatens everybody with litigation. Again, this is an opinion, but history has shown that this is his M.O. Okay, that's just the beginning. <laughs> right? So the pe- then, so, so he's mouth it, calling the executive vice presidents, who also happen to be wrestlers. It's basically, he basically told his boss to go fuck himself in front of 20 or so media people on a hot mic. Yeah. So, of course, and one of the things he said was, if you have a problem with me, come to me. So he went back to his room, and then depending on who you believe, (laughs) the EVPs either knocked on the door aggressively to come at him with grievances, which is what Punk said, or... They barged into the room. So one side says, no, they kicked in the door. They barged in. They were being assholes. The other side says, no, we went to him like he said. We aggressively knocked on the door. We went in. Now the fun begins. Okay. So again, these are professionals. Professionals. Also, we're, and like, let's put this into full context. As we mentioned in the previous segment. After the WWE has a stellar show the previous night. And the word being professional yeah. show. Okay. And CM Punk sh- and the, the young, I'll say it, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Adam Page. Well, and, and, and my, my last little background to it, which was, no, I mean, was it like, I mean, not that long ago, six months ago, maybe a year or a year ago. AW was looking like the more promising. Correct. And they property. and they have been and it's funny that you say a year ago because Punk came back his first match. Was that yeah. Was a year ago at the exact same event. Right. In in Chicago too, right? Correct. Yeah. In Chicago. It's like they're it's like their WrestleMania, I guess. They do in Chicago. That's what they're gonna build it up. Well to. no, he's he, he's also a And he's from Chicago. Chicagoan or whatever it was. He's be. a native of Chicago. Yeah. Chicagoan. Chicagoan? Doesn't fucking matter. He's from Chicago. Um, so it's Algonquin for from Chicago. Correct. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Write that down. Um, so then a melee ensues. Okay, I think what everybody can agree on is that CM Punk threw a punch. We don't know if it was first or second. Because so this it, is like 90s hip hop. Oh, it can, <laughs> wait. There's a dog involved. Oh. So... CM Punk has a, has, has a very famous dog, Larry, who happened to be in the locker room. <laughs> and he is. Everybody knows who Larry is. So CM Punk, his trainer, Ace Steel, Ace Steel's wife, who happened to have a broken foot at the time and was watching Larry's dog, were in there, and they felt threatened. So a chair was thrown. Somebody got grabbed. Hair got pulled. People got bit. Again, all allegedly. Someone tried to pick up a dog and 80s, you know... 
escort them out of the room because the dog was freaking out. These are professional athletes, <laughs> okay, that are all over the age of 30. Punk, also, professional punk, entertainers. Punk pushing 50. And yes, they're entertainers, and no, this is not a work, which means part of the story. It's not. So again, Sam Punk, probably two hours earlier than that, had just won the title triumphantly in Chicago. Yeah. The crowning moment of AEW. And these motherfuckers are fighting in the dressing room. Now we have investigators, independent investigators. The cops are involved, litigation, all this shit. It's like early 2000s NBA. Dude, it it might be worse than 70s baseball. Yeah. No, 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 no. I or got 70s it. I, basketball. I got it. It is Art Shell NFL. What is that? The eight, late 70s, early 80s? Yeah. That's what it was. So fast forward to Wednesday when or they... Like, not Art Shell. Um, what, what's the owner's name? Oh, you're talking about um, the Raiders owner? Yes. Oh, shit. He hired Art Shell. Yeah. Um, uh, I did it again. Yeah. So think about that. I can't believe we're, we're forgetting that. No, that's um, going to pop into my head. It will. Second. All right. Because then they hired Chucky and he just, he just, yeah. He 86. Oh, that himself. was the 80s. Yeah. That was the 80s Raiders. Um, that was the LA Raiders. Correct. The Madden Raiders. Yeah. Who was their owner? Stop it. <laughs> okay. So, again, this is a business and we have champions. Also, the EVPs. Oh, God, I can't think of it. It's driving me. No, 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 no. You, you, you keep it. going. Yeah. All right. So, I'm going to explain. So, <clears throat> so oh, by the way, the when I see it, EVPs so. also happen to be the very first and newly crowned trios champion. First ever trios champion. It means three people against three people. Al Davis, by the way. God damn you. So, three people, very first ever. They introduced these belts. They had a tournament. This was the finals. The EVPs and Kenny Omega, the aforementioned people who were fighting, just won a belt too. So they want to... Triple, uh, they won a trios match, so they were the inaugural trios champions. Oh, Fast forward to yeah. Wednesday, yesterday, and they had to strip all of those titles. They have suspended the EVPs, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, uh, Ace Steel. No, Ace Steel's not. Uh, Three or four other people who were in the room with you know they got suspended. Ace Steel and CM Punk. We don't know if they've been fired yet or not. So they had to do basically a complete re do over of a fifty dollar event that they just charged everybody on Wednesday night to clean all this mess up. So. Okay, full disclosure, I hate the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. I think they're really bad for business. They're fucking kids. They don't know what they're doing. They're fucking... They're just... They're, well, they're bad for business. I keep thinking back to when all the Vince McMahon shit started. Yes. And we were just hypothesizing, like, you know, that this was some sort of storyline or whatever, but it's... Work. Yes. But even then, it's it's still this kind of idea that like the WWE has 
you know, a billion fucking lives. Billions of dollars, too. Whereas, like, every other... Well, but, I mean, this isn't about money. This is about, like, your products imploding Yes. on live television. You're, you're losing... Your, your shares are dropping because you're a publicly traded, traded company. Yeah. You're on TV. You have to appease two different networks, one of them being fucking Fox... And the other one, who owns USA? NBC Universal? Yeah, or Comcast, yeah. So, two major networks that are paying you millions of dollars to be on their show, and then you have, you know, contracts coming up or whatever, and your CEO owner is being charged with all of this. Or, what would be the right word? Um, accused yeah, yeah. of all of this. Right, and that would be like, in under normal circumstances, oh my God! Well, AEW, the little brother, like the, and they're not even minor leagues, like the single A ball. Yeah, I even say like triple A. Well, I mean, in, or I guess NXT would be triple A. Right. Which double A? Okay, so the double A league, the the feisty up and comer. Which, depending on who you talk to... Or it'd be like the USFL versus the NFL. Thank you. That's a way yeah. better... Yes, that, that's that's way better. That's perfect. So... But this would be like... The NFL was melting. Right. And the USFL has this chance to overtake them. Exactly. And then instead of going like, okay, hey, like, let's you know, let's make sure we let's, do this. Uh, right. Let's make go, sure everything is on point. Let's do everything wrong. Let's show them at the end of the weekend before a holiday that like we are the fuck we are the up and come. We're not yeah. to be messed with anymore. Right. Perfect opportunity. If there is a definition for shitting the bed <laughs> or stepping on your dick. Yeah. AEW did it. Right, yeah. But, okay, so here's, yes. And then... Flip side of that... In comparison, it makes what Triple H did... Even more right. amazing. Yeah. So here, here's the flip side of that coin, all right? Here's the dark side of the business. We're not just wrestling business, but business in general is... Any publicity is good publicity, <laughs> right? So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Again, I do not have the greatest grasp on the English language. Um, right? So, that's all that's been talked about. Right. Not just in the wrestling bubble, but, you know, Sports Illustrated has been running articles about this. And Forbes, USA Today, like... Did Fox News? No, Fox News does not have a, a wrestling correspondent. But you get the idea. So that's been dominating the wrestling yeah. airwaves. So last night, they prob I would love to see... Well, today's only Thursday, so the, the ratings will be out tomorrow. They're probably out now. I'm not looking for them. But it'll be interesting to see what their ratings were because Wednesday, the owner had to come out and basically vacate everything like i said and start anew without right. mentioning names or suspensions or being fired or anything it is a fucking wonderful time to be a, a, a pro wrestling fan so i'll i'll stop because we'll give four minutes to the trolls fantasy rate well so so real quick are the trolls 
Is is Lord of the Rings Twitterverse more toxic than wrestling Twitterverse? Um, and I know, don't get me wrong, Twitter is a toxic cesspool to begin with, but. Well, so, like, my point about this is what put this up on my radar wasn't even on Twitter. It was it was on, like, CNN and shit like that. So <gasps> You were you're 100% correct. There's, so, like. The review bombing. Yeah. Well, well, so, like, well, no, I mean, not necessarily that. So, there's, like, two parts to this. And Sorry. So we're we're, talking, we're about, talking about Lord of the Rings and, and the negative. Casting. Yeah. yeah just. About, the, the, so. Um, what the. And we've talked about this What before, the internet is upset with. When, with, you know, and what was puzzling to us at the time when we talked about it before was it was about Star Trek. And people being right. like, Star Trek is too progressive and shit like that. Um, They're too woke. Yeah. And uh, so, like, the first part of it is these people, or so, as far as I know, it stems from one, you know, opinion article on a website or a that's, publication. That's the origin? Yeah. And huh. so the first thing is these, you know, somebody comes out and says, they don't like how the producers of the Rings of Power is playing into wokeness by having this diverse cast. And essentially coming out and saying that Tolkien's original vision was not a, you know, a, you know, a mismatch of the culture of the world. Right. Um, so he just said Tolkien was, never mind. Well, that, that, that you know, Middle Earth was white. Well, um, but they had, you know, New Zealanders, and well, and, and 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 that and, and the original series. That was one of the reasons I went back and you know just rewatched the movies, and you know I mean there's there's not really at least in terms of people who aren't wearing like orc costumes, right? There's not really people of color in that, but or any other. Okay. Yeah. So, but that's neither here nor there, right? And you're you're talking. It's a fantasy fucking novel. Yep. So, and last time I checked, I don't remember skin tones being a descriptor. Nope. Of not in any, any of, of Tolkien's. No. Like, Actually, in a lot of. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's it's usually. I mean, like like, let's just stick with Tolkien. It's usually describing like how beard length, beard their hair length, the the features yeah. of the face with the ears. There might be or, somebody described as being fair or whatever. The the, but, the feet of the yeah. hobbits, these sort of things, right? Or I don't recall them saying that like, you know, a pale skinned person or a dark skinned person. Right. But the, you know, again, I might have I might be selectively remembering. But that aside, like my biggest issue with it and I'm going to try and do this in about 30 seconds. Nope, it's good. Is um, we understand, like, that's out there now. Right. So, but the fact that major news organizations are picking up on one or two people doing this and giving them the publicity, that's what I, and it was the same thing with Star Trek, is that by the time it made, you know, it got to, like, news sources, they're going, oh, well, these people don't want, and then they, you know, start questioning William Shatner about it. And then, of course, he's he's old real- and becoming a little... Today's pod was sponsored by The Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com.
Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimion. Web design and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators. <laughs>